0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Social Justice Matters, the podcast from Social Justice Ireland. My name is Suzanne Rogers and I'm a research and policy analyst with Social Justice Ireland. As regular listeners will know at this point we release three different types of podcasts. Our SJI 10-minute lesson series aims to educate and inform listeners on a particular area of policy giving a brief overview of somewhere in the range of 8 to 15 minutes and hitting on the key points that people need to know our seminar series which provides opportunities to listen back to some of the most important presentations of past events, and our SJI interview series where we chat to experts on a range of policy areas. This is one of those. This week sees the International Day of Education celebrated on January 24th. The current programme for government commits to building a world-class education system to invest in forms of higher and further education that tackles inequality based on race, gender and socio-economic background. There is a commitment to continue and expand the national plan for equity of access to higher education and to seek to expand funding for programmes to engage with students from disadvantaged socio-economic backgrounds and encourage all higher education institutes to include elements of pathway to professions into their programmes. So we have Declan Markey with us this week to talk to us about some of these themes and to tell us about the work of College Connect. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, and this week we are delighted to be joined by Declan Markey from College Connect, who's going to, first of all, tell us what College Connect is and what it does.
1: How you doing, Suzanne? Um, My name is Declan Markey. I'm uh, part of the College Connect programme. College Connect is part of the Higher Education Authorities programme for access to higher education initiative, the PATH programme, as it's it's kind of more easier, as it's known as, the PATH programme has three components of it. Um, PATH one is relating to initial teacher education, um, which is all around changing the population of teachers in primary and secondary schools in Ireland, and a change that reflects the diversity of communities in Ireland um, today. Path 2 is the 1916 bursaries, which is a, a scholarship initiative um, that is provided to first year undergraduates who are taking on their first degree in a part-time or full-time course and are coming from some of the target communities, which the Path program seeks to support. And then Path 3 initiative, which is the project that College Connect is under, is a broader a program of various initiatives that are about supporting underrepresented communities into higher education. And each of the path Tree projects has a, ver- has a few different variations on how they intend to support different communities to increase their numbers um, of uh, people going towards higher education. So the PATH program, it's it, it's based around Uh, six clusters um, and each of these clusters is a collection of universities and institutes of technology that are spaced around the republic of ireland so there's there there are different regions and within each region that the hea is set they join the colleges join forces to work towards increase in representation from these target groups. So College Connect is the MEND region, which is the Midlands, the the East parts of North Dublin and and kind of the Northeast region. So um, the four colleges that we work with are Dundalk IT, Dublin City University, Minooch University and Adlone IT. So whereas the four colleges have four access departments that are doing a lot of the work with the groups that we're talking about, College Connect and the Part Tree initiative comes in as an extra layer of access and provision that goes beyond what's happening in the schools and tries to get a, a footing in communities and working with community groups and building relationships with what's going on with alternative and other education providers in local areas to support groups coming into um, higher education. Just to give you a sense, I suppose those um, those target communities that we're speaking of um, in particular would be um, areas that would have experience of socioeconomic disadvantage, um, different groups like um, travelers, people with disabilities, people coming from one parent household. Um, they're looking for additional numbers in mature students and students that are coming through um, FET programs. Patrick, a lot of the the projects themselves have actually extended those target groups as well to to reflect what we're learning about of what's going on in communities. And so we've extended it to include um, prisoners and people with uh, previous convictions um, homeless services, refugees and asylum seekers and protection applicants and We've also started to, um, we've we brought in uh, people who've experience of living in the care of the state as well. So we're finding that these groups are underrepresented in higher education and college connectors around trying to build relationships with the people, the community groups that are supporting them people and working together around those journeys into college and beyond. OK. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very comprehensive. So, I mean, I suppose it is a given that, we are both fans of education and that education in itself is important and that it is transformative. It is a career path. It is a way, you know, it is training for a job, but it's also more than that. So, you know, do, is that the experience, I suppose, of College Connect and, and the students that you're working with? Like what kind of stuff do they end up doing?
1: Yeah, yeah, Like, I suppose it's that, it's that transformative model Mm. and that's not just in relation to somebody's career and training and their, their opportunities in their life but it's really a transformative piece for themselves and as an individual and for the community the, that, that they're coming from as well so the, the program of work that we have in College Connect spans across a few different strands of activities so we would do research and where we we, we would do needs analysis, community needs analysis, working with the groups and working with um, the the individuals from the groups around finding out what's going on from what are some of the challenges, what are the barriers that they're facing around getting into higher education. We do, following from that, we do a lot of mentoring work where we're working alongside current students who are coming from the groups that we're working with and putting them in, Put, joining them in with the community groups so that actually the, 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 the people that we're working with trying to support get into college are actually hearing the stories and learning from um, people who have a shared experience that they have as well or a shared background and they can actually you know it's that old story of when you can see it you can be it um, so to speak so, so we're trying to as much as we can we're putting our, our greatest resource, really, is the students that we're building relationships with, who have already, you know, broke ground from these particular groups and have made it into college or, or our graduates, and working with them to build relationships with the people who are where they were four, five, six years ago, when they didn't see themselves in college, and we're trying to get those stories back across to the to the to the potential students. So. The way we do our needs analysis would be, we 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 would call them their their peer led uh, community needs analysis. So we we we'd gather a collection of you know current students, um, and 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 we would train them up to conduct a couple of uh, to carry out the focus groups for us, where they're having conversations with you know people from. One of the target groups around what what are the issues for them around access and higher education? So we learn a lot of the things like around um, you know there's there's always the big factors around funding, getting the right information, getting the right type of guidance, having the right um or, or the 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 right options that you can actually progress um available to you. But then there's also more nuances then for the different groups like we're, we're at, at, the, at the moment we're doing a piece with um, refugees, asylum seekers and uh, protection applicants. We're hearing from a lot of people who are in direct provision at the moment. And we've just some like incredible stories of, you know, people who are living in who are, who are residents in direct provision centres. They're getting up at six in the morning, having to walk two or three hours to get to a college and. Um, when when they're in the college, then they've no money then to, to 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 maybe even have a coffee or a cup of tea with their students because they're basically living off the you know the the the, 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 the small amount that they the weekly allowance that they get, and then they're walking back um to the centre. This is all true from from all through the year in the in the depths of winter as well. Sometimes we're hearing that the, you know the gates from the centres are closed and people are climbing gates and they're missing you know breakfast and they're missing their din their, their dinner because the timing of it is so restrictive in some of the centres, and just the colleges were not aware of of what's actually happening for these individuals and there are very simple supports that we could be putting in in place in the colleges where the student is actually able to kind of go and hang out with their you know with, with their co with their with their fellow students and go and have a coffee have a tea and not have to kind of feel that they have to hide away because they, they actually can't go and sit in the canteen because they, they you know they, they don't have the money to kind of just buy the cup of coffee and it just brings up things for them so we're hearing all these we're, we're getting the insight into what people need in order to, to to get into college and to 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 break the barriers to it But we're also hearing about just the differences that that each group is going through in terms of what's particular, what particular barriers they face. Um, And through that, we're doing that, as I said, with the current college students and with the mentors that we create who are building those relationships for us. And then we're working with themselves while they're in college and the people who are connecting with who are trying to get into college to take them on that pathway to higher education. So it's comprehensive, comprehensively. Like it, it, I suppose at the core of it is this relationship building piece between ourselves and the role models, the, the people who have kind of who've made it in, in, in college and, and working with them and working alongside them to, to have an impact in their communities and, and be able to kind of show people what can be done.
0: Just from the targeting piece that you mentioned, and I know it's another cliche, you know, but it, it goes back to that thing of, you know, nothing about us without us. So would that sort of sum up the approach that it's not, it's not, it's not academic saying, well, education is a privilege and education is transformative. And I know what you should be doing and I know what your community needs. So that's a very different approach really, isn't it? That you're you're listening to the community needs.
1: Absolutely. It's a, it's a huge part of it. Um, We know whether it's during these unprecedented times of COVID when we're doing things or pieces online or whether we're actually out and actually able to go and meet a group, we know that it's one thing having the College Connect, you know, community connector, as we're called, giving a talk or giving a piece of information and, you know, trying to tell people that, you know, they can overcome these barriers. And, you know, there's, there's value in that, but don't, when you're actually working alongside, you know, somebody who, who's, who's coming to tell their story and, and share their experience, that's coming from the same experience of the group that you're trying to encourage. It just, it magnifies that message a hundredfold. Um, and it just, it, it immediately then connects us with the community in terms of where, I suppose we're, we're, we're working, we're, we're working in a partnership with, with, the, with the community members and we're, we're trying to forge a way where once they're inspired or their aspirations are raised, well, then they know that they can come to College Connect to get that real, you know, the, the right type of information and the, 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 the guidance that's relevant to them in terms of you know where they want to go what their aspirations are how they can get there and and a lot of the time that relates to some of the different um, realities that they face in their life and I suppose they realize that maybe we've an insight into that because we're coming into their space with somebody from their community so they have a sense that look we might not I might not be I might not have a shared experience of some of the groups but We've a, we've a shared understanding of what they're, what they're, the, the, the realities that they're facing so um, yeah that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the approach I suppose
0: and I suppose different there's lots of, like different target groups will have different barriers and different obstacles in their way so even when you're trying to provide solutions it still needs to be catered for for, for your different target groups and I know you mentioned prisoners earlier on and I know that you have there's a specific piece of research having been done on prisoners. Can you maybe just fill us in a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, um, so that's the the, the, the the piece of research that we've done. The first community needs analysis that we've done with College Connect was a partnership between ourselves and the Pathways Education Service in, in, in Dublin, which is a, a, an ETB um, program, an education and training board program, C- C- City of Dublin education and training board program that supports uh, people with previous convictions and former prisoners to to chart out a path for themselves um, in education by completing level four and level five programs and, and and getting into that the 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 form getting back into formal education um, programs and then progressing into higher education. So we linked in with um, with pathways. We Through Pathways, we were able to to build, uh, we formed that group of peers that we were looking for with with a few different, uh, with with, with five um, previous students of Pathways that had gone on to higher education. And with the gang, then we started to conduct our needs analysis using some of their contacts, some of the contacts in Pathways. And we were able to encourage people to come in and have that conversation around, well, what are you thinking about? What do you think about college and what do you think about higher education and, and where is your head at in relation to it? And, you know, some of the people that were in the focus groups were had it at an, as an aspiration, some didn't. But just even in having that conversation and amongst themselves, they were able to, people were all able to start seeing that it's possible, that, you know, you, you can find a way through, there are options. And then from that piece, then, um, they're able to link in with the project then to actually start, you know, really putting their thoughts into, into actions, I suppose, around um, app- applying and, and, and continuing their, their journey into higher education. From that, we, we, we produced our report, obviously, but um, with our researcher, Sarah Meaney, Sarah's background is really an arts-based, um, uh, producing arts-based elements of research. So Sarah's, uh, we have, a, there's, a, there's a couple of pieces on the website, on, on on the College Connect website, you can see where we collected all of the um, different uh, different quotes from the people in the focus groups. And we created this kind of, it's, it's a fairly hard hitting, but really kind of um, poignant video and dramatization of those collections of different experiences from different people. But they tell this one, that one kind of shared narrative that, you know, really sheds a light on the barriers that this particular group face when it comes to access and higher education. And at the same stage, we were able to bring in some of the stories and some of the the, 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 the remarkable kind of pieces that people have brought to it, and in actually overcoming them barriers and getting on. And I know there's, there's one quote that always sticks in the head for us from that piece of research was by, by one of the women that prepared. She she was saying that um. She remembers she was she was being told by, you know, human rights people that these educated aided people had made these policies to watch people go to the toilet in front of a mirror. And she just thought she needed to get an education because where's the compassion in these so-called educated people? It was just it was one of the most powerful pieces that we kind of, you know, there was just that motivating factor for that woman that just meant nothing was going to get in her way. Um, between getting, our, getting into college and, 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 and achieving what you wanted to achieve. So, again, it's, it, 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 it's, it's that combination of we're coming with, I suppose, the, 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 the flag of the college, you know, we're, we're representing the college. So that comes with a certain, um, you, you know, there's a certain weight that that comes with. There's a certain, OK, right, this is the college in our space here wanting to hear from us. We link in with Pathways, the community organisation that is directly connected to the groups and the individuals we want to be working with. And then we work with people who've come through the service who are, who are trying to, who are in or, or working through college and then reaching out to those that are maybe thinking about it or can't see themselves there. But through our process and hopefully through the relationship that we build with them, we can all start working on that journey with them in terms of what they need to do to get themselves into, uh, into the course. That's right for them and, fu- and, and at the right time for them as well. That's the real, I suppose I'm giving you the real practical side of it, you know, in terms of the, and that's my, I suppose that's my role in it, The community connector role is around, you know, working with the individuals and the groups around, you know, on that journey with them, there's, um, there's, you know, I suppose the, we've, we've, we have a management structure and, and the, the, the four colleges work on a regional steering group that tries to take what we're learning and bring that back into the institutions as well. Like, so from the, 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 the research with the prisoner research, minute and Mountjoy have forged a partnership now, which is, a, um, which is one of the, it's going to be one of the first um, in the, 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 the higher education sector. With a, a prison and a, a university, for, you know, generating a formal um, partnership and collaboration. Now, like I said, a lot of that came from, you know, the the, the people that we were working with, you know, still still are working with, putting them in the position where they can talk to and communicate what's really going on, and and and, and trying to bring about change. Not only change in the individuals who are going to college, but changing in the institutions then about their approaches to the individuals.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the institutional approach as well is interesting because, as somebody once said to me, it getting people into college is one thing, keeping them there is is something else. So, you know, the institutions do need to be aware, as you said, of of the extra needs that an individual, so that, you know, that person coming from direct provision who hasn't eaten all day, that the college would need to be aware of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's like, that's one of those elements that we hope that or we we try and build into what we're what we're doing and that the more connected we are with the with the person on that journey the more they're starting to the, the more they become familiar with the additional supports that are in the colleges so you do have you know the access departments and the supports like you know just coming back from a meeting there there's a we all know that there's the Susie Grant, which is your grant for the, the the fees, and but but all of the colleges have the student assistance fund, which is a a, 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 a more kind of week to week fund that, that you know students when they're in college they can apply for to give them assistance with you know needs or emergencies that that pop up, and um, and we know from a lot of the colleges that there's a the, you know they're they're struggling to actually spend all of that money you know the word is the word is getting out to the students but you know this. What we find is that, and this is testament to kind of people, I suppose, is that they think, ah, oh, I don't need it. Somebody needs it more than me, almost, you know. And we're trying to get the word out. It was like, look, don't worry about it. Try and get it to the person that needs it more than you as well. But look, if you need it, it's there. So, um, and and in, in fairness to the to, to the new minister, um, there was an increase in the SAF fund this year for all of the colleges based on you know the, the, these unprecedented times. So, um. In relation to that, knowing these, addition, you know, linking in at an early stage with a project like ourselves, we do try and kind of map the way for um, the, the student to, 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 to know and to have a good understanding of these additional supports, whether they're financial supports or whether they're supports around, you know, some of the new technologies that you can in colleges around to like describe pens for people with dyslexia and stuff that are just fantastic tools um, to help people with no take and and and, and absorbing the information that comes flying at in colleges um so yes yeah, so there's, a, there's a big there's an onus on on that is that that the piece is not just around there you are, get signed up for a course the way you go now it's around really and 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 that's a piece around you know um yeah, that's a, that's a piece for us around making sure that we're still linked in with the other support structures that are in the colleges and making sure that they can get their message to the students that we're working with.
0: I think you've probably already touched on it now because that was kind of what I was thinking as well was that, you know, barriers and obstacles has come up in in most of the conversation and it is, it is more, you know, there's academic barriers and, and one of the one of the pieces from that prisoner research again that really hit home with me was who was there when you got home so you know kids coming home maybe with with uh without that sort of parental support and and if your mom and dad didn't go to college they don't know how to fill out the cao form they don't know what harvard reference and style is they don't know what chicago references they don't know what times new roman i mean you know, I'm, I'm having sweats here thinking about the first time I encountered that. So it, it's, it's all of that, you know, it, it, so it's, it's great that, as you said, whatever the barrier is, whatever the obstacle is, be it language, be it, you know, distance to school, transport, be it academic supports, that it is, a, it sounds like a holistic approach to the barriers and
1: obstacles. Yeah, definitely, and we're, we're, like it, as we find with the groups that we are, it's, as, as you touched on, Susan, it's it's still the, the the first generation in a family or in a household, the first person in that household, and whether they're mature students or younger, to actually be to be taken on higher education and to, and, and, and to, to, to actually give it, give it a go, and um, that has huge uh, that's, a, that's a huge impact on them when nobody around you is able to kind of tell you, yeah, references in a, in a, is a nightmare. It took me two years before I was able to do it, you know, even, and this is, it's, this is one of the things that we're, you know, is, is is something that we're alert to this year for a lot of those first generation learners that have come in and they may be first years now that they're not getting that chance to kind of build those relationships with their colleagues in school. And, you know, just share the share you know the the, the challenges of, of being a first year and and walking out of a lecture and turning around and saying I haven't a clue what was just said there like I don't know what's going on and somebody beside you being able to go yeah neither do I <laughs> do you want to go and have a cup of tea and try and, figure it out? and that's a like that's a huge part and and we'd be really conscious that that's going on for like truly the online learning they're closing the, the laptops and they're shaking their heads you know and um yeah so it's it's it, it's that that's a that's a big part of what's happening this year for us um and yeah it's uh, again it's that network i suppose that we're trying to build of the, the this this mentoring piece as well where it, the students that are there the students that are there at the moment and are working with us to link in with the students that are thinking about coming so that when they do come they've already they you know when they come in then they've a network of support then that, that has built up a little bit of a relationship and trust with them already. So you know if somebody's saying to you, No, oh, look, you should really go and go to that academic writing course. Like that's what I had to do in order to give me the, the you know the head start I needed in writing these essays. You know, you're getting that bit of advice that um that comes at the right time and and, and they're tuned into.
0: Well that's it. like that that is that's the important thing really it is as you said it's about those relationships and it's about understandings individual needs and, and meeting those individual needs as and when, not, not a presumption that, well, everybody needs to go on the academic writing course and everybody needs to do this. It's a case of what do you need and when do you need it? And so exactly. I, I know you're saying, so you've, you've got people who've kind of come through it, who are mentoring people coming into it. And I know your funding has been extended. Um, yeah. So I suppose your hopes for the future, I mean, what what would you what would you love to see grow out of where you're at now?
1: Yeah, um so we 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 we've been extended the project itself has been extended. It was a three-year, the part three program was a three-year project um from 2019, 20 and 21. So we we, we got the extension to 2022, and then just uh, just a couple of weeks ago, Mr. Uh, Harris was saying that the project would part three would be there would be another round um, from 2022 to 2025 and and that's a huge um kind of. uh That's that it, I suppose given everything that's going on. That's a, that's a huge boost mm-hmm. uh, for the projects that have that have been done. And as we say, started to build the relationships with the community organisations. Starts people have started to recognise what we are, what we're doing, and know that they can count on us then to kind of link in and support them in the education provision that that are are in the the supports that they want to bring into their um, organization. So in, in, in terms of what we plan to do in, in, in the coming years, we really want to solidify our model of um, this peer research or peer mentor or this peer kind of program where somebody who links with College Connect becomes this, um, you know, this, this person who's connected back to, Communities that they're that they that they've got that shared experience from, and working with us, then it's around this um, this. I suppose it's a full pathway supporting people from thinking about college to actually getting into college. Um, so w- it's it's up to us now in College Connect. We'll, we we we'll, we'll form that um, and 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 have that as kind of like the a, a real kind of. Um, a program that, that that people will actually be able to see and understand what we're doing at the moment. We're still a, we're, we're still a little bit doing doing various aspects of the project in different spaces, but we, we hope to bring that all together. Um, and then the other, I suppose, the other big piece that we haven't kind of touched on is we've been working with the um, All-Ireland Research Observatory, um, Aero, and we do... True Aero, we're doing a lot of spatial analysis um, similar to the, uh, the Pubble maps. And what we're doing is we're charting the geographical area that we're working on in Mend, which encompasses Cavan, Monaghan, Loud, Mead, Westmead, parts of Dublin around DCU, Kildare, um, Longford, and um, yeah, and, and, and I think there's nine counties in that. So we're trying to get as much information around what education services and what community services are in that region working with people. And we're, we're populating our map that's kind of um, available, that we hope we'll be launching now in a couple of months, where people can actually get onto the map and have a look at what education provision is going on in their area and see what they, you know. You know whether it's working with ourselves or with the groups around finding well, these are the types of education services I need to kind of help me on my journey to, to, to higher education and um, so at the moment we're 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 working on that and and, and, and any community groups that want to get themselves onto that map where we can then actually start to, to to get this full picture of what's going on in the area like I suppose what we're, what we're thinking is when we were out this time last year we were We were starting to get really out and about in communities that we wanted to go into and and build relations and build links with, Um, and we were finding out about, like, you know, it could have been a a boxing club up in Cavan that, you know, was getting great amounts of young people in and and using the using the centre, and we heard that they were kind of acting as a, um, a a, a, a kind of a go-to kind of space for guidance and advice and. We really want to be linking in with, you know, that local support where when the, the people in that centre need that little bit of an input around this is what, the, you know, this is the information they need around college, how you get into college, what's available in the area. We'd love to be able to, um, to, to forge that relationship with them so that they can count on us to come and when they might have a group that are looking for that information, we can be there to support them get it.
0: So trust really is the key, there, isn't it? That as you said, these organisations have already—they're embedded in their communities; they're trusted by their communities, and that in turn then allows them to be used as a conduit to you. And you have also established that okay, yeah, these are you know these are these these lads are sound. Do you know what I mean? That yeah, yeah, that that, that's really what you're looking for, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like that, that, it's. You know if it's when the door gets opened for us and, and we're going and we're meeting the group it's the, the group are on they're, they're they're nearly already bought into hearing what we have to say because the connection they have the trust they have with the relationship with the, with, with the, the people who kind of contacted us it's built on you know respect and they're like yep yeah, such and such has said that we should come to this and we should listen to this yeah. gang this college connect gang here and then that's when we we come along we bring a few students with us and you know we we can start that journey then with them Um, yeah
0: because I mean you know just you know just turning around and saying stay in school kids I mean it's only going to go so far yeah
1: totally. totally. yeah so Um, I mean so yeah so that's the the, the plan with with, we'll be putting in the proposal now for the the, the 2022 to 25 program next year next year and and that really is around us kind of solidifying all of the different pieces of work that we're doing that we have been doing and and coming up with our concrete model of what College Connect is and, you know, how any of the colleges um, can work with us around implementing it in their regions, their areas and, you know, directly targeting particular um, groups or communities that they want to get more of into their colleges and, and, and we'll be there working with them to do that.
0: Excellent. All I can do, I suppose, is wish you the very, very, very best of luck with the coming years. And thank you for your time and energy, both extremely valuable commodities at this particular moment in time. So, Declan, thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Susan. Thank you.
0: Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you found it useful. And if you have any ideas for future podcasts, feel free to email us at secretary at socialjustice.ie with your suggestions. Until next time. Stay safe.